right, Tuesday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's having a great week so far. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Just have to go right to this tonight because Biden has set another record. If you put up that graphic for me, you can side-by-side it. There we go. I just wanted to set this up for you because this is the first time in the United States' history that our own personal debt, that, that would be our credit card debt, is now at $1 trillion. It's the first time in the history of our country that's happened. Why is that happening? My credit card debt isn't going up, but a lot of people's credit card debt is going up because they do not have a job. But yet you hear the endless uh, propaganda that, you know, Bidenomics, that's the, that's the name they put on all of it. Well, this is Bidenomics, just so everybody knows. We, we, we've been downgraded. I'm, I have a list of records that Biden has set that I've just written down here. But we've never crossed this Rubicon before. Never in the history of our country. And the reason why is nobody because I, I, I put out all these stats just popping in my mind. But as I said in the last podcast, everybody's bills pretty much, I mean, again, for the, for the mega wealthy, it has no impact on them. And that's the plan of it all is to have the mega wealthy, the haves, and then those of us like you and I, the have-nots, even though I don't, I'm not, I'm upper middle class, I guess you'd consider me or whatever it may be, but they don't want a middle class because the middle class means power. They don't want any of that, so they have to crush us into oblivion. And for everybody, everybody in America, for on average, and again, for the rich, it doesn't matter, but for all of us, our bills have gone up a minimum of $10,000 under the Biden administration per year, not, not just in 2023, I mean, it, yes, 2023 is included, but that's per year, not totally over the two and a half plus years of the Biden administration. $10,000 per year, it's now up. Well, in comparison to what it was before. Not 10, then 20, then 30, but 10000 totally. Then that, that's, that's, that's Bidenomics, and this is Bidenomics right now. So people can't afford that. Listen, if you are, there's been many times in my life, and I could ask around the studio, and here's three other people in here with me. Has there ever been any time in your life that if your bills went up $10,000, that you'd have to use your credit card because you don't have the extra $10,000. I know that I've gone through those years in 2006 to 2009. I was like that. Not now, but I will, you know, still doesn't help I me. Mean, I still don't like what I'm paying for gas when I'm paying for groceries and everything else. And once again, you know, the, everything that, you know, of course with everything, whether it's COVID, whether it's climate change or anything else, it's all lies. Everything is lies coming from the rhinos, coming from the Democrats, all Lies. Everything is a lie. Just assume that it's a lie and be surprised that if it's the truth. They're telling you all sorts of things about low unemployment rates. Yeah, low unemployment rates by whose standard? Who, who exactly is putting those stats out there? What well, the Biden administration is. So that'd be like me hiring Aaron to rate my podcast. Let me hire the producer, the person who makes this podcast happen, to rate how good the podcast is. Five stars. Yeah, but Aaron, is, Aaron just came in. Aaron is giving it five stars out of five stars. So that that who who's putting out those stats? Well, basically what's happening right now is people can't afford anything, so they're putting it all on credit cards. That is Bidenomics. They, yes, there is a plethora of jobs, and, and, and people have a low unemployment rate, but they're working two jobs now instead of one. And that's to crush you. And what they want to do is eventually, and I don't have, I have time to get into this right now, but to, you know, of course, as you hear every podcast, leverage you into that one world commerce system. Part of that is to leverage you into a 15-minute city, a very small city. Well, not a small city, actually a very large city as far as population is concerned, and you are easily controlled. The only way to do that is to crush you into oblivion so that you can't afford your three-bedroom, two-bath house mortgage payment 
Can't afford your, your gas prices, so you can't drive anywhere. So they leverage you into a 15-minute city where you just ride a bicycle everywhere or walk everywhere. And let me just put this out before I forget, because I always have a tendency to forget this. As we've been banned off of YouTube again, so please, if you know anybody who watches on YouTube, send them a message, send them a text, send them a private message, whatever it may be, and tell them to switch to Rumble. Everybody on Facebook, switch to Rumble. I am shadow banned out the yin-yang on Facebook. I haven't been able to friend anybody on Facebook from my own account or from the Foundation Church account for three years. So please switch to the only free speech. What do you call it, Aaron? Video streaming Just platform? platform, yeah. Platform, yeah, platform. And, that's, and that's Rumble. Yep. Listen, I like Getter, I like Gab, but we can't, we can't put live videos on there. Yeah. And I mean, Twitter, Aaron has found a way to do it. Are we live on Twitter right now? Yeah. Switch to Rumble if you're on Twitter too because Elon can't be trusted. You know, it, you know and I like Elon, but he can't be trusted. He's just, he's like, he's like one of those relatives that you have where you're kind of in and out with them. Yeah. Every other day, you know, you like them. They redeem themselves, then they crap the bed. So you just have to, you know, switch over to Rumble. I mean, it's great. It's owned, uh, one, of the, one of the majority owners is Dan Mongino. They're going to stay free, and hopefully they never sell out and sell themselves to Apple or something, and then it's over. And then we can just forget about streaming. We'll just have to go find other platforms and make another Rumble somewhere else. But have them switch to Rumble. I'm just telling you because I'm banned again off of YouTube for, what, two weeks, Aaron? Yep, two weeks. So two weeks starting, what, last Saturday? Yeah. So I won't be back on YouTube for a while, so send that out. So just back to this. This is another Biden. We need to we need to celebrate all that Biden has accomplished. We really do because this is the first time ever in the history of America that our own personal credit card debt has now exceeded one trillion dollars in a country that's thirty two trillion dollars in debt. Well, first time ever we had cocaine in the White House. We need to celebrate these things. <laughs> Record illegal border crossings every month, basically. That's a slight exaggeration, but it, it's two hundred thousand per month, just so everybody knows. And no matter what stats, again. Who's, well, you know, the Biden administration, they've substantially cut those, those numbers from the board. That's because they manipulate the numbers. What they're doing is registering them in Mexico and then sending them across the border. They're still completely illegal, but then they don't call it illegal border crossing. It's the example that I already always use. If you have 2,000 murders per year and you decide to rename them uh, flower patches, then you don't have, have 2,000 murders anymore. We're down, we're down 1,500 murders. We've only had 500 murders. What do you call the other 1,500? Those are flower patches now. That's all the Biden administration is doing. But even with that, last month they set another record, even with their manipulating of the numbers. So record border, uh, illegal border crossings, of course, will be up to 7 million by the end of this year, 7 million plus, which is the size basically of New York City that the Biden administration has let cross. New York City is around 9 million, but they've had a lot of people leave. Record inflation, of course, everybody's seeing record gas prices, and we have a record uh, low credit rating that only the Biden administration, the Obama administration, have ever, ever done in the history of America is had our credit rating lowered. That only happened during the Biden administration, and that's only happened uh, in the Obama administration, not even the Carter administration. Can you believe that? <laughs> not even that Aaron wasn't alive then, but that, I remember the Carter administration. I remember the gas lines and everything else. But even then, our, our, we didn't then, then go... We didn't have our, our credit rating lowered from, from AAA to, to AA. And that's crushing for the dollar, crushing for uh, our debt and everything else, whatever. But I don't want to delve deep, too deep into that because I could spend an hour on it, but I'm not going to do that. But that's, this is Bidenomics, just so everybody knows. So whenever you hear it, these are the stats. So let me go into this. Now, there's been some big breaking news. And, and, and you know, some people, they get, they get sick of this stuff. And you, you just can't. I'm just telling you. You can't get sick of it. 
Because you need to understand this is a battle that we have to fight. You're like, Tom, I'm talking about election fraud in 2020. You can't, uh, Tom, you can't keep talking about us three years ago. You know, it's, it's coming up on three years ago. Unless this is, uh, with, as with everything, unless this is dealt with, it's coming again. Unless, I mean, again, the example that I always use is Clarence Thomas and Anita Hill. That worked to some extent to discredit Clarence Thomas. And then, of course, they did the same thing with Christine Blasey Ford. Exact same thing to Brett Kavanaugh. Unless it's dealt with, and Clarence Thomas, as much as I love him, he should have sued the living crap out of Anita Hill. She had no evidence, no times, no dates, nothing. He should have sued her for defamation. He didn't because he wants to let bygones be bygones and move on with his life. By him moving on with his life, he opened the door for Christine Blasey Ford to be paid $600,000 on PayPal, fly over from California, of course, from California to D.C., falsely testify, no dates, no times, no locations, no addresses, no witnesses, and the witnesses she provided contradicted her own testimony. He opened up the door for that. So this has to be taken care of. We cannot just say we're going to move on because has it even been solved? And you've heard me say this many times. Unless things are fixed, we're going to lose the next election. I don't care whether you love, listen, I love Ron DeSantis as the governor. I don't love him as a presidential candidate. Listen, I was on the fence. Now I'm Trump because Ron DeSantis is the other day at an interview. You're like, Tom, you just bounce all over the place. I know. (laughs) I know. He had an interview the other day and he was asked, do you consider did you think that Joe Biden won legitimately? And he basically said, yes, he did. Okay, oh my gosh. you're out. Yep. I'm voting for him for governor, but now you're out because that means you do not have the testicular fortitude to be president. You will cave to the Rhino Party. And the Rhino Party is no different than the Democratic Party. Please understand that. We've got to, we've got to stop with the electing of Rhino, uh, Rhino Republicans thinking, well, it's better than a Democrat. How is it better than a Democrat when they vote for democratic policies. There's no difference. So you're better off just going for the true conservative. Of course, that is a less chance of victory, even in areas where they have a very small chance of victory. Because what's the difference between having uh, Nancy Pelosi and any, you know, I I could say like easy, you know, like Kevin McCarthy or something. But Kevin McCarthy, again, he's like Elon Musk. One day he's good, one day he's bad. But there's no real difference between Chuck Schumer and Lindsey Graham. Right. They vote the same way. So why not try to get Lindsey Graham? Well, the odds of beating Lindsey Graham, well, no, you have to go for it. So none of these things can be forgotten. They have to be legislated. So we go into this, you know, just more evidence keeps emerging. Now, you know, of course it's emerging three years later when not much can be done about it. But people can still go to federal prison for it, and they need to go to federal prison for it, or state prison, depending on which law law they violated. And they must be prosecuted. No, we got to let bygones be. That, that, That game is over. Dan Bongino says, if you're a Romney Republican, a Bush Republican, a McCain Republican, first of all, this is Tom Leipold, you're just a Democrat. But second of all, though, that game is over. Well, you sit there and you play, you play nicety all the time. You're like, we're just going to let bygones be bygones. We don't respond. They pro- literally prosecute us, persecute us via prosecution. And then when we get in power, we don't do the same thing to them. You have to. It's not a matter of revenge. It's a matter of them of uh, making them swallow their own horse pill. If they are being politically prosecuted, they'll stop politically prosecuting. Yep. That's what you have to do. So here's Kaneko the Great. Just breaking this down. It was an excellent tweet. This is actually all from the Gateway Pundit. 
He, that's where Canico the Great is getting from. Then I'm going to read a portion of the Gateway Pundit article also, just to set it in, in proper perspective. A recently released report from Michigan, law enforcement unveils a concerning voter fraud incident involving a group funded by Joe Biden's 2020 presidential campaign. The organization operating in multiple swing states, of course, six states, seven cities, I won't digress, is implicated in submitting uh, voter fraud, fraud vote submitting fraudulent voter registrations during October 2020. Following a raid, Michigan authorities discovered caches of prepaid gift cards, firearms, oh my equipped gosh. with silencers, oh my word. and disposable <laughs> burner phones. That's your Democratic Party who wants to not only ban you from having a firearm, but certainly ban you from ever having firearms with, with silencers. Throughout the 2020 election period, these, Demo these Democratic election committees provided more than $4 million dollars to this political organization. Go to the next one for me, other. Biden for president, $450,000. Ain't bad. Democratic senatorial campaign, $2,100,000. DNC Services Corporation, $1 million. Democratic, uh, Democratic Party of Iowa, for basically $500,000. The investigation was initiated following the observation of a Muskegon, Michigan clerk who noticed an individual depositing 8,000 to 10,000 voter registration. Now, right there, that's illegal. That's called, that's called ballot harvesting. That is illegal. Can't do it. Depositing 8,000 to 10,000 completed voter registration applications at the city office. Now, that should, have, that should have immediately been a police call. Maybe it was. On October 8, 2020, the same individual returned multiple times, registering an additional 2,500 uh, 2, votes, uh, 2,500 voters. Alarmingly, many of these registra registrations displayed identical handwriting with fraudulent addresses and phone numbers. Go to the next one for me. Additionally, signatures did not match those on file. That's strange. Same thing happened in Arizona. Yeah. Exact same thing that cost, uh, that, that cost Carrie Lake the election and put Katie Hobbs on. Not the only thing, but one of the things is no, you should see, we, we've shown the slides on, on the podcast. It's indisputable, irrefutable evidence, but nobody does anything about it. Why? Because the rhinos run, run the Republican Party in Arizona, and a rhino is no different than a Democrat. And all those rhinos, who do you think Lindsey Graham votes for? I know he's always on Trump's platform. Why Trump does that, I don't know. But who do you think Lindsey Graham voted for? Who do you think Mitch McConnell voted for? <laughs> Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Rob Portman. Who do you think these people actually voted for? I'm telling you right now, they vote for Democrats. There's no, they just, they put out the veneer of being a Republican, never actually accomplish anything because as you hear me say often on this podcast, it's just a veneer. It's an illusion for you to think so that you and I think people are there fighting for us and they're just ushering the leftist agenda forward in a more palatable rate. That's all that they're doing. They're actually, that is their job is to make it palatable for you. Yep. That's all. You're like, yeah, but if all leftists were in charge, then that thing would be rushed forward. So if they were really in favor of it, why don't they just rush forward? Because all of us would stand up against it then. That's what happened in COVID-19, where you had millions of Americans say no to vaccines, no to masks, no to closing. We all stood. That's why it's not happening right now. If you and I wouldn't have stood, we'd, we'd all, well, I'd be in prison. Aaron would be in prison. Heather would be in prison. My wife's over here. She'd be in prison because none of us were ever going to mask or social distance or take any stupid vaccine. That's right. And we're never going to close our church either, ever. Not one, no, never. I never stood six foot from anybody. I was <laughs> hugging everybody all the time. But you see, those guys are actually put in place. Those rhino Republicans are put in place to usher forward, and they know they're doing it. They're globalists, just like their, their Democratic Party, and I mean this, comrades. 
They're the, they're the exact same person. They're just making it more palatable for you. That's their job. That's their orders from the DNC. Make it more palatable for you. That's actually their orders. They can't rush it because there'd be too many. There's still too many of us left. There's too many of us left that would stand up against a rushed globalist leftism. So they make it palatable. So we're not noticing that the number one and number two private landowners, uh, private farmland owners in America are Bill Gates and the CCP. 80% of the pork market is owned by the Chinese Communist Party in America. Did you know that? We just exposed it in the last podcast via RFK Jr. Additionally, signatures did not match those on file with Michigan's Secretary of State, just like Arizona. And that should end the election. That's it. That's it. Fraudulent ballots, no signature verification. Uh, thank you to Gateway Pundit. Here's another one. Oh, here, here's part of the Gateway Pundit article. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel, globalist, hack, baby butchering leftist, just like Merrick Garland. This is the chief, prosecutor, chief law enforcement officer in the state of Michigan, who's a globalist leftist, who is currently attempting to prosecute. This is what she's doing. You already, you already heard what I, the evidence that I just gave you, and there's more. You already heard that evidence. No signature verifications. To a person turns in, how many was it? 10,000 something ballots. Yeah, it was 10,000 10, ballots over a period of time. Then brought in another. So basically 10 to 15,000 uh, voter registrations, all illegal. She, didn't, she can't be, she can't be you know, bothered with any of that. What, what Dana Nestle's doing right now is currently attempting to prosecute 15 senior citizens and the former Michigan GOP co-chair for casting an alternative set of electoral votes. That's what you're allowed to do, by the way. Aaron and I played the video too. Well, maybe it was last podcast, the one before. Mm-hmm. We had all the Hollywood elitists, Martin Sheen. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember all the other ones on there. Um, Mike Farrell, yeah. Hot Lips Houlihan, all those people. <laughs> they were on, on there urging people to change their electoral, vote, uh, their electoral vote, which you can do legally. It all gets thrown away when it gets to the Senate anyway, but this happens all the time. Right. But she's prosecuting you for it because now wrong speech is prosecutable, if that's a word. Casting, but she's, she's busy prosecuting 15 senior citizens and the former Michigan GOP co-chair for casting an alternative set of electoral votes in the 2020 election, which was immediately cast out by the Senate anyway. Asked the Michigan State Police to join Muskegon Police and AG's investigation of the potentially massive uh, multi-city voter, voter fraud operation. So... Dana Nessel did ask the Michigan State Police to join in the investigation of this woman bringing in all of these fraudulent voter registrations, 10 to 15,000 of them, which, by the way, what, how much Trump lost Michigan by 20,000 votes? And I put the word lost in quotes. So she asked, so it sounds like she's doing the right thing, isn't it? Asked state police to join the investigation. All right, great. Two members of AG. Dana Nestle's criminal investigation division were assigned to the operation, yet curiously, she failed to mention the investigation to the public. That's weird, isn't it? To this day, Dana Nestle is still claiming there was no evidence of widespread, widespread voter fraud, 10 to 15,000. In that one, in, in, anybody ever heard of Muskegon before? No. Okay, 10 to 15,000 in that little town alone. But no evidence of widespread voter fraud. Of course not. It's still claimed because they just lie. Understand they just lie and they hope nobody will check. And then when we do find out their lies, then we don't do anything about it. Dana Nessel must be federally prosecuted, but she's a, she's a cop herself. She's the leading law enforcement officer in the state of Michigan. Doesn't matter. 
Garland needs to go to federal prison. Jack Smith needs to go to federal prison. Lisa Monaco needs to go to federal prison. Joe Biden needs to go to federal prison. Hunter Biden needs to go to federal prison. Period. There's no, there's no exemptions. Joe Biden is in, has 1,800 boxes worth of classified documents. What, why are we even talking about it? Why has he not already been impeached? Right. There's no way for him to be. Everybody get that? It doesn't matter that he voluntarily let the FBI have his boxes, which he didn't, by the way. He moved it from one location to another, hiding it from them. But then, because they knew he had them, that's why they raided Mar-a-Lago. So there's no way for him to be legally in possession of those. Why is he not in prison now? There's no, why is he not impeached? Yeah. And the Democrats should be impeaching him too. There's no way for him to be legally in possession of those. There is a way via the presidential, not senator and vice presidential, the Presidential Records Act via the Obama case and the Clinton case exempts Donald Trump from being in possession of classified documents because anything that he has is now, gonna, is now unclassified. That's it. That's the Presidential Rec- Records Act. And Jack Smith's going to learn that the hard way. To this day, Dana Nessel is still claiming there was no evidence of widespread voter fraud in Michigan, despite the fact that she knew her office and the office of her friend, Michigan's crooked SOS Jocelyn Benson, were involved in the Michigan State uh, were, were involved with the Michigan State Police in a large-scale investigation that took place across the state before it was taken over by the can anybody guess the FBI? Yep. Taken over by the FBI. Well, I'm sure then then it was brought to its proper resolution. Of course. course. Right? That woman was arrested for the 15,000 fraudulent voter registrations? No. It should be noted that after documenting these crimes and investigating investigating for weeks, the Michigan police turned their investigation over to the FBI, who promptly buried the findings. (laughs) I peed the fifth. Once again, the FBI apparently took no action. More, more on that in an upcoming report. Do turn into the, tune into the Gateway Pundit. Jim, and Jim Hoff is actually the one behind this. The police in Muskegon were investigating voter fraud in October 2020, a month prior to the general election. The FBI, to, FBI failed to follow up on the alleged election crimes, according to Michigan election investigator Phil O'Holloran. Uh, o- there you go. There it is. I mean, there's this indisputable proof. If you have 10 to 15,000 fraudulent voter registration voter registrations in muskegon how many were in detroit how many were in flint and that was one person and aaron just (laughs) said that's one person bringing him in who's working for this organization that gave joe biden i can't remember how much it was now a million bucks 400 500 i can't remember now but we had the slide up but it gave joe biden's campaign a whole bunch of money dnc a whole bunch of money and just to, just to reiterate this, just so you can just side by side this one for me, Aaron. This is just to remember, remember that now I'm talking. This is this is Muskegon, Michigan. So media. We go to um, Detroit. What's going on in Detroit here? Now, just remember. Let me just. I'll read this. this is from the video. A video from Detroit Vote Counter Center shows 3 a.m. drop off estimated 100,000 ballots without GOP supervisors. That's the end of those ballots. Yep. That's the end of them. That's the law. That's the freaking law. And nobody abides by it. Nobody's enforcing it because it's the FBI's job to enforce this law. The state can do it too, but the FBI can enforce it, but the FBI won't because the FBI is just like Mitt Romney. They're Democratic operatives. That's all that they are. The FBI needs to be Federal Bureau of Investigation. There it is. I mean, there it is, folks. Right here. This is the end. Tell me why. There's but why when the when the when the polls closed at 8 p.m. Seven hours later, 
You have a hundred thousand. Just bring it back. I don't know what you guys are playing. Okay. Yes. Did you guys go to the next one? No. Okay. All right. Tech problem. No problem. Aaron, fix it. But explain to me how when the polls closed at eight o'clock at three o'clock in the morning, you got a hundred thousand ballots showing up out of nowhere. How is that possible? It's impossible. It's not all the, and, and, and it, even if they were valid, valid, it wouldn't matter because there's no Republican representatives there. There's no poll watchers there that are Republicans. It's all illegal. The entire election cannot be certified, which that's coming out now too. I believe it's in Pennsylvania where they have a recording where they're like, we can't certify this election. Or maybe it was Michigan. I can't remember. It wasn't a good enough recording to put on the podcast, but it would be good enough for, for, for court, for factual evidence, for, for a court proceeding. All right, let's go to the next one. Chuck, uh, Chuck Cholesterol video, Colesto video, flashback, previously censored video emerges of poll workers in Fulton County, Georgia, caught on camera. I'm just, you know, this, this is, you know, like, Tom, this is old news. How is it old news when it was never prosecuted? Right. If there's nothing done about it, how is it old news? It's not, it's like a Christian saying that their sins are forgiven when they've never repented. If you've never repented, your sins aren't old news. Yeah. This is not old news. This has never been, this has never been prosecuted. You have video, you just, can you side by side, Aaron? I don't, I can't, I'm not sure if it'll work or not. Hidden block. You know what? We're going to play it because I want, I do want you to hear it because it's actually better than if I just do it side by side. But Chuck Colesto video, previously censored video emerges of poll workers in Fulton County. Play for me, Heather. After pulling out hidden boxes stuffed with ballots, footage analyzed by Gateway Pundit reveals Freeman apparently scanning the same stack of ballots over and over again. Surveillance cameras show these poll workers watched and waited until the GOP observers and reporters had left the room before they resumed scanning their ballots. These four workers then continued counting uninterrupted for over three hours until sometime after one in the morning. During this time, Ruby Freeman, as seen here in this video, repeatedly scanned the same batch of ballots at least three times, which is highly illegal, and it's all captured on tape. Freeman was working with her daughter, Andrea Moss, who was also her election supervisor and was also caught on camera as one of the four workers who remained behind after election monitors were forced to leave the building. Georgia's officials have made serious efforts to dismiss the evidence presented on these videos, but so far there has been no explanation as to why Ruby Freeman scanned the same ballots multiple times, nor why they remained behind while the rest of the building was evacuated. Lawyers said it's highly unusual for anyone to store briefcases full of ballots under tablecloths, and it's not clear when those briefcases were delivered or why Ruby Freeman and her daughter waited until GOP observers left before they got them out. Based on the number of ballots observed in the briefcases and the number of times Ruby Freeman scanned the same set of ballots, experts say they could easily account for the sudden and mysterious spike in votes for Joe Biden, Pearson Sharp, One American New. See, this is why you see in Second Thessalonians chapter two lawlessness. Law, this is what the law, the lawless one will come. The lawless one will come. So here's the thing with that. I can quote the whole thing to you, but I don't want to do it right now. But and then the lawless one will be revealed. But this is lawlessness, and that's a sign of the end times. Because here you have a woman on video. I mean, what 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 else could she possibly be doing? If you put the same stack of ballots through the same machine three times, what else could she be doing but voter fraud? 
How, what else could she be doing? Now, let's put this in context. Just remember that the entire Fulton County Election Center had been evacuated for a water main break, which turned out to be a urinal leak. <laughs> Everybody was evacuated. But yet, very oddly, Democratic operatives, which is Ruby and her supervisor, her election supervisor, which is her own daughter, and one other Democratic Party operative, were allowed to stay in the building and this, oh, by the way, it's not just a water main leak. They shut down vote counting everywhere mm-hmm. at that time. So why are they still counting vote, votes when the count has been shut down for the night? They're all going to start back at 8 o'clock in the morning, just like they did in Pennsylvania, where they said, you know what? We're shutting down ballot counting because this is such a new thing that we're having to do because of all these mail-in ballots, because of COVID, the existential threat to your life that disabled you from being able to go and vote in person. No signature verification, no verification whatsoever, no way to properly dismiss ballots, adjudicate ballots if they were needed to be adjudicated, no way, which was set up by Brad Raffensperger and Mark Elias. You you think Brad Raffensperger, who was just reelected, by the way, by Republicans in Georgia? What's the matter with you? Brad Raffensperger met with Mark Elias in April of 2020 to set set it up so that ballots could never be adjudicated. Because when you're going to have mass mail-in ballots, they're going to all be fraudulent. And we don't want to be able to adjudicate them fraudulent the night of the election. So we're going to make it impossible to do it so they just get certified. That's what, that's what, that's what Brad Raffensperger did. Yeah. That's who he is. He's a Democrat who says some conservative things to make it begin to usher forward the leftist agenda in a more palatable way for you. That's it. That's who he is. They're left. You think Brad Raffensperger wrote for Donald Trump? I don't even, before they hated each other, I'm talking about. No. Of course not. Of course, you think John McCain voted for Donald Trump? No. <laughs> he voted for Hillary Clinton. They all did. George W. Bush, who refuses to really acknowledge who he voted for, we know who he voted for. Oh, yeah. Hillary Clinton, so did Jeb Bush. We know that. So this whole building is supposed to be evacuated. There's a whole bunch of little side notes. First of all, all ballot counting was shut down for the night. Shut down for the night. And then the building was evacuated for a water lake leak, a water main break, which turned out to be a small pipe leak. And then they waited for Republicans to leave. This, I mean, it's just prima facie evidence for prosecution. What's Brad Raffensperger done? The, the secretary of the state of, of Georgia, absolutely nothing. The man in charge, done nothing. Ruby been prosecuted? No. Daughter? No. What's Brian Kemp done? Nothing. That's what... That, and unless this has changed, unless this has changed, if we don't have a message, and, and, and we, I mean, again, it's those four things. I don't know if I can remember all four of them, but the problem is if we don't fix those four things, which is rhino Republicans, fraudulent elections, no message and no money, we're going to lose again. Yep. And listen, if DeSantis gets the nomination, I'm voting for DeSantis. I'm just saying, I'll basically vote for any Republican gets the nomination over Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom. Wait, make sure you stay for the post game tonight. All the videos, because they got tons of videos coming out of California. Endless crime wave in California. Because there's just no there's no penalty for crime in California anymore. All right, so that's it for the election, I think. Do I got anything else? No, that's it. All right, so let's go on to Megan Rapino. We have to cover this, of course. Can't help it. This is just a guilty pleasure. <laughs> I'm just being, I mean, I could really care less about, about purple hair, fuchsia hair, whatever color hair she's wearing. Don't really care, but it's just, you know what? Maybe you should concentrate on soccer instead of equal pay 
for women in soccer instead of transgender athletes being able to play in women's sports. Which, by the way, it's funny because she's retiring now. Now that she doesn't have to play against men, that she wants now to be women and women's soccer players, trans trans women. She's advocating for trans women. So you have a six foot two. Which, if anybody, if you can, pull it up on Twitter, pull it up on YouTube. If well, YouTube may have blocked it for not keeping the community safe. Um, that's why they ban me all the time is I'm not safe for the community. I don't know. What, what do I do? I just sit here and yell. That's all I do. Pretty dangerous. Yeah. That's real dangerous. It's really, I'm not, am I advocating for anybody to do anything violent? Absolutely not. No way. But I mean, you can pull it up on any of these, on any of these streaming platforms of a trans woman, which is a man dressed up as a woman with, with fully penis and everything else playing rugby with women. And they finally had to kick him off the field because they had to cart off three women off the field. Listen, God, God created, God created man in his own image and the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. That's it. Genesis one I'm not saying any, anyone's above the other, but we all have our lanes. I'm never going to squeeze out a, a baby out of any orifice in my body. No matter what shirt, no matter what surgeries I get, I am never going to squeeze out a baby. So that's a woman's job. It's where they can do anything else they want. You gotta, you gotta, I don't care what, I mean, I think we're great women surgeons. I mean, I love women's MMA. I do. I love it. They're great. They fight hard. I'm all in. I didn't like it at first. Now I love it. And do whatever you want. I don't care what you do. They can be any political position they want. I don't care. But whether you like it or not, if you put a men's rugby team against a female's rugby team, it's going to be gross. Yeah. Bad gross. It's just the way it is. So under Megan Rapino here, Benny Johnson video, Watch this. Basically, here's her highlight film from the World Cup. Play it for me. There it was. She had never even been on the team. Why was she on the team? Who knows why? So let's look. I want to break this down. Just as, I guess... I think I've only got two more videos on it. They're all short. But I, again, this is just, I mean, I, this is somebody who's very politically active. So now you can answer for it. When you suck, now you can answer for your politics. So Francis, Fran, uh, Francois Plateau video, there's something extremely unlikable about Megan Rapino. Play it for me. It's Megan Rapino, the former World Cup MVP and political lightning rod. Rapino is a Colin Kaepernick disciple constantly kneeling during our national anthem. She said America oppresses people and is riddled with racial profiling and police brutality. Her abrasive and self-centered style was divisive. Rapino had gone Hollywood. After an invitation to the Trump White House to celebrate the team's last World Cup victory, here's what she said. Excited about um, going to the White House? I'm not going to the White House. No, I'm not going to the White House. Well, now she's not going to the Biden White House either. Because with the game coming down to penalty kicks, Megan Rapino choked. I mean, this is like a sick joke. For me personally, I'm just like, this is dark comedy. I missed a penalty. This is the, the balance to the beautiful side of the game. I think it can be cruel and um, just not our day, but... Yeah, I, I still just feel really grateful and joyful and, you know, I know it's the end and that's sad. I've 
loved playing for this team and playing for this country. And um, yeah, it's been an honor. An honor, huh? Well, Rapino didn't just miss the penalty kick. She played terribly. You hate to see it. She wasn't mentally focused. Perhaps she was overconfident, distracted. We don't know, but she's retiring. And she reflected on her career. When you reflect on the impact you've made on this team, is there a memory that stands out to you right now in this moment? Oh, um, I mean, probably equal pay chance um, after the final. What Rapino remembers is the money. There you go. Now let's break down this equal pay stuff. Just so everyone, let's look at the real stats because again, leftists like Megan Rapino live in the land of the delusional. Absolute delusion. Absolute denial, absolute denial of facts, and absolute, absolute, complete, purposeful delusion, which is called stupidity. Ignorance is when you don't know any better. Stupidity is when you know better and do it anyway. So she lives in that because here are the true stats. This excellent video, it's brief, but it's by Will Kane, and it discusses the facts behind equal pay for soccer only. Play it for me. The women got paid out from a pool of $30 million from the Women's World Cup. The men would draw from a pool of $400 million, okay? $400 million, $30 million. Why is that? It's because the Men's World Cup generates $6 billion in revenue. Mm -hmm. The Women's World Cup generates $131 million in revenue. If you want to talk about pay disparity, the Women's World Cup players get paid out 20% of the total revenue. The men get paid out 7%. As a percentage point, they are getting much more. The problem is, for anybody desiring equal pay, and by the way, I think equal pay is a ridiculous concept in and of itself. If the women generate more revenue, they should get paid more than the men. Don't strive for getting the same. Strive for getting what you're worth. And if you're worth more, then get more. But that's just the perfect essence of leftism. Equal pay, equality of outcome. How do you have equality of outcome? It makes absolutely no sense. The equal amount of women should be doctors as men. Well, if, if not as many women are interested, how can you have equality of outcome? Makes no sense whatsoever. Then I guess if you're going to do that, then the equal amount of women need to be oil workers, <laughs> right? I mean, they all need, have you ever watched the videos of oil workers? I mean, this is a man's job, man. I mean, I'm telling you, pull up any video on any streaming site you want to, but that, it, then it all has to be equal. Then women need to be, there's means to be just as many women plumbers, just as many women sewage workers. They're not interested so you can't have equality of outcome. It's a complete delusion. But it's just used to push forward totalitarianism like ESG, environmental, social. That's part of it. It's not just environmental. It's not just climate change. Social governance, equity, which means equal amount of women need to be on the board. Well, maybe, maybe 500,000 men were interested in being on the board. And only 4,000 women were interested. And there's 10 positions. There's got to be five and five. That's what Megan Rapino believes. And going by those stats, her greatest accomplishment was pushing forward fraudulent like climate change, fraudulent COVID vaccines, fraudulent uh, impact of COVID, all the, all the frauds that they are, that, that a man can never be a woman or a woman ever can be a man. Megan Rapino wants men to now that she's leaving, wants men to be able to compete in women's sports and namely her sport. 
All just frauds. None of it impacts them. Just wait till it does, and then they'll change. But here's here's the numbers behind it. So men get uh, this total total amount that men get. This is what the total uh, pay uh, outlay for men for the World Cup is four hundred million dollars. For women, it's three hundred thirty million. They're like, wow, that's a big disparity. Um, it should be a big disparity. Shall we look at the numbers? We don't, we don't get numbers anymore because we're $32 trillion in debt, so we don't get numbers anymore. Everything is just so far above what we could comprehend. You know, as you hear me say a bunch of times, one trillion is a thousand millions, and we're 30 times, 32 times that. A thousand billions is a trillion, and we're 32 times that in debt. Think about that. So men get $400 million and make it equity of pay, um, equity of pay, they say, right? So, and I'm, and I'm also guessing there's more men's teams, but I don't know that. So they get, men get $400 million, women get $30 million. Oh, that's unfair. Well, men bring in $6 billion. Women bring in $131 million. Now, again, let's break down the numbers. $6 billion, every billion is 1,000 millions. They don't even bring in a, they bring in a tenth of a billion. Yeah. Men bring in, how, what is that even? 6,000. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking, 6, how, how many, how much more times it happens beyond my math? 131, 131 million versus 6 billion. How many, how many times is that? I mean, think about it. But if you have a billion dollars, that's a thousand millions. They bring in 131. It's like 46 times that. 40, <laughs> 46 <laughs> times. Men bring in, let's just say, we'll just round it up. Yeah. 50 times what the women do. And the women of that 30 million that they get paid, the women get 20% of that 131 million. The men get 7% of their 6 billion. So equality of pay? How much more are they going to get paid? I guess they're going to have to go, they're going to have to WNBA it. WNBA, which has been failing for years, just gets propped up by the NBA because nobody wants to watch it. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, some, some women's sports work. Some don't. Some men's sports. I don't watch men's soccer either. I think it's boring. It's so boring. To me, it's, I mean, yeah, it's as boring as, as boring can be. All right, so off of that, I'll spend all night on it. So let's go to Afghanistan. You're like, Tom, you're talking all about the past. I know. Because Afghanistan has to be dealt with, just like the fraudulent election needs to be dealt with. People need to go to prison. For what happened in Afghanistan, not only for our 13 soldiers that were slaughtered when McKenzie knew 12 hours in advance, CENTCOM commander McKenzie knew, Lloyd Austin knew, Joe Biden knew 12 hours in advance that a Unabomber was coming to Abbey Gate. Had them in, had, I wish I had my a rifle here, had that Unabomber in the sniper sights and nobody would give that sniper the, snipe, uh, uh, the sniper clearance to take the death shot, take the kill shot. He takes the kill shot, the guy can't detonate the explosive. So not only did they know 12 hours in advance, and what could they have done? I mean, everyone needs to remember Harmite, Harmite, uh, Harmite or whatever, Kazai Airport, I can't remember exactly how to pronounce the former prime minister of Afghanistan who fled with millions of American dollars again. Harmite, Karzai, something like that. But it's Karzai, I know. But just remember that the Taliban actually offered to allow us to have it. And it was turned down. Inexplicably turned down. Not only did we not use Bagram and have now surrendered it to the CCP and $86 billion worth of our military equipment, making the Afghan army the 26th largest army on the planet overnight. 
Not only, not only that, but we didn't. We, Bagram was untouchable. You can't get to Bagram. There's no way to assault Bagram except through the air, and that would never happen. They don't have the ability. Harmid, Harmid, Karzai. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Aaron. Yep. Aaron just popped it up for me. It's like Harmid, Harmad, whatever. So it's not, didn't use Bagram. We used used Karzai Airport, and the Taliban said we'll evacuate the area for. They want us out of there. Yeah. They wanted us out of there. But some, for some inexplicable reason, Lloyd Austin, who's just a Raytheon board member, that's all Lloyd Austin is. I don't know what his military record is, what qualifies him to be the Secretary of State, his Secretary of Defense. Who knows? Mackenzie knew in advance. Everybody knew in advance that this was happening. Joe Biden knew in advance, didn't do a daggum thing about it, nothing. And for some inexplicable reason, didn't choose to have the Taliban evacuate the airport. I mean, you, you, this, is, this is not incompetence. This is purposeful murder. And then after this, blows up a family of 10, seven which are children. I mean, and, and everyone needs to remember this too, and I, I don't mean to digress this far into this, but I, it, it's not just, oops, we made a mistake. Oh, Mark Milley, that's the one person. I knew I was leaving somebody out. Mark Milley knew in advance. Uh, uh, Joint Chiefs Commander, he knew in advance. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, he knew in advance, 12 hours in advance, that this was going to happen. And then Millie goes and he sends a drone strike on a family of 10 for the, to, take, to, you know, to take vengeance or whatever you want to call it against the terrorist organization that exploded the bomb at the Abbey Gate killing 13 soldiers with an average age of 20, by the way. And blows up a family of 10 and then said, and the guy was just carrying water, by the way. This has all been proven. And then lies afterwards saying, when he was asked, what about all the collateral damage around there? And Millie goes, well, that's because we hit, we hit a house full of explosives. To lie like that, he needs to be federally prosecuted. I mean, by the way, it, I guess now, because they, I mean, I don't, I don't think Donald Trump lied about the election at all, but let's just say he did lie about it. He's being prosecuted for lying about the election. I mean, what's his crimes? Lying about the election of 2020. Saying that it was fraudulent. So if Mark Milley lied and said that there was explosives in the house, he needs to be prosecuted. Right. He needs to be a special counsel. He needs uh, And uh, Stacey Abrams. Yeah. She needs to be prosecuted for causing an insurrection in Georgia by claiming that she was the rightful governor of Georgia for four years. Probably still is. In between meals. <laughs> with, with Chris Chris Chris. I'm sure they go to the same buffet. <laughs> yeah. The same buffet, the two of them. They're feeding each other. Yeah, they're feeding each other. <laughs> yeah, feeding, feeding, feeding each other chocolate truffles. <laughs> It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aaron's giving me his input. Yeah. But anyway, so he, he just they had, they had some hearings, and I, I, I like the hearings, but people need to be prosecuted. People need to be thrown out of the military. So here's a Colin Rugg video. Just in father of fallen Marine Darren Taylor, Darren Taylor Hoover. I want to make sure I get the name. Junior, who was killed in Afghanistan, Afghanistan due to the disastrous withdrawal, caused calls for Biden to resign in an emotional speech. Play for me, other. In closing, I'm calling out Secretary Blinken, Secretary Austin, General Milley, General McKenzie, Lieutenant Colonel Whited who could not give the order to the snipers to take out the bomber before he detonated his vest and ultimately the president. Do what our son did. Be a grown-ass man. Admit to your mistakes. Learn from them so that this doesn't happen 
ever, ever again. You all need to resign immediately. Our sons and daughters have more integrity in their little toes than every one of them combined. You owe it to our families here today, to the other gold and silver star families that have gone before, and most of all to the veterans who have given so much for this country so that we have the freedoms that we enjoy today. Thank you. Thank you. And as his son was being loaded off the plane in his flag-draped coffin, Joe Biden was checking his watch. And he will never see now they these bourgeois globalist leftist elitists, Lloyd Austin, that's what he is. Mark Milley, that's what he is. I'm white and I want to understand white rage. That's Mark Milley, big fat tub of goo that he is. Joe Biden, that's who he is. McKenzie, I don't know much about, but he certainly blew it here. And the other people that he named there. He will never see his son, Darren, again. He lives with it now forever by Joe Biden. But Joe Biden, as we documented in the last podcast, flew in from his vacation in Delaware. I don't even understand it. Flew in from his vacation in Delaware, Rehoboth Beach Mansion with his $500,000 wall that you and I just paid for, with his armed security, you and I are not allowed to have a wall, not allowed to have guns. Flew in from there and got on Air Force, uh, no, what's the, what's the helicopter, Aaron? Marine One. Marine One, got on Marine One, and then flew off on another vacation, or flew in on Marine One, I can't remember which, and flew off to Wilmington, Delaware, to vacation from his vacation. He doesn't give a crap about Darren Taylor. And that father has to live with it for the rest of his life. Has to live. Not, and here's the thing. If Darren Taylor, Taylor would have, I want to get his name right. Darren Hoover is his full name. If he would have died in a firefight, that's one thing. But to die from galactic incompetence, where you knew 12 freaking hours in advance that the sniper was coming, I mean that the bomber was coming, and then the sniper has him in his sights, is asking for clearance to take the shot yeah. and is never given clearance because leftists cannot conduct warfare. And by the way, because George W. Bush is a leftist, he can't conduct it either, which is why you didn't have any war during Donald Trump's administration because Donald Trump defeated ISIS in like a month. Yeah. And George Bush was 18 years. And that includes Obama's administration. 18 years, nothing. ISIS destroyed in a month by Donald Trump because he knows how to conduct warfare. Now, here's another, here's another one. The mother, mother post-millennial video. Mother of Lance Corporal Dylan Marola, who died because of botched Afghanistan withdrawal. Here's her. Play it for me. When Joe Biden, our elected president, entered the room, when he approached me, his words to me were, my, my wife, Jill, and I know how you feel. We lost our son as well and brought him home in a fog-draped coffin. My heart started beating faster, and I started shaking knowing that their son died from cancer and they were able to be by his side. Also wondering how someone could honestly... Sorry. Be so heartless to say he knew how I felt a little over 24 hours and learning of my son's death. After this encounter, I have never had any personal correspondence, nor has my son been honored 
or his name spoken by this commander-in-chief or his administration on what I feel is because of their failures and poor planning to exit our troops from Afghanistan. Flag drape coffin? Who, who does that? And you're like, well, Tom, we all know how bad Joe Biden... I know, it needs to always be illuminated. Everyone practicing evil hates light does not come to light lest their deeds be exposed. You hear me quote that Bible verse all the time. John chapter 3, verse 20. We're exposing it. Think about it. I mean, listen. If he was to say, I know how you feel because I lost my son too, that's the truth. But you have to be pathologically a liar. A pathological liar. To say to somebody, my son came home in a flag-draped coffin, from where, Joe? Where, why, why would Bo Biden ever be in a flag-draped coffin? I mean, think about the, the pathological nature of that. And that who, that's the man who has his finger on the nuclear button. That's the man that's looking to spend another $10 billion, trying to get another $10 billion appropriation bill sent to, sent to Ukraine. That's who, that's who it is. A man who's so pathological that he goes up to a woman. Remember, that while her son, Dylan Marola, was going off the plane, Joe Biden was checking his watch. And to come up and lie like that. And the only reason why you're even getting this hearing is because Republicans won the House. Otherwise, we would never even hear about it again. Because they don't care. If they can't abort you in the womb, they'll abort you outside the womb. They don't care about human life because they are of their father, the devil, who is a murderer from the beginning. Another verse you hear all the time around here, John 8, 44. All right, let's move on to COVID. Charlie Kirk, Charlie Kirk tweet. No, oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, you guys are right. Let's stick with that. I wanted to put this out here. Just so you know, while we're doing, while, while these parents are talking about their dead kids, remember average age was around, Aaron did it for me one time, somewhere between 20 and 22. Yeah. Average age of death at the Abbey Gate. But this is what, this, I'm, this is from today. So, I mean, when, when it actually came out, I'm not sure. But it's right, it came out today. This is what Secretary of, Stan, uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, and by the way, we all know this is what the Department of Defense under Lloyd Austin and Mark Milley is all about also with their trans drag shows for kids on Army bases paid for by the DOD, as illuminated by Matt Gates. But this is, what our, this is what our military is all about. This is what our country is all about. While we're, we've never, and while these men and women that died at the Abbey Gate are not, never been honored. They had one, they had one little sit down or one little meeting with the president. We probably blew through the area and having no idea what he was doing. He probably didn't even know why he was there. Yeah. And they've not been spoken to since. Not honored at all since. Nothing. And it's the two year anniversary now. This is, what, this is what the Biden administration is on and about doing. Blinken will allow, our Secretary of State, will allow U.S. embassies to fly, to fly the, uh, the pride flag. That's what, that's what they care about. Unbelievable. All right, let's switch over to COVID. Charlie Kirk tweet. I just had to show you this because Aaron and I played this video on the podcast of a local, local news story. This is a local news story out of a small town, which I'll name for you in a minute. In California, and I just wanted to verify it again because this is a local news story, like you know, News Channel Eight out of Tampa. Yeah, that's our one of our local. This is totally. I mean, you can pull it up. Please don't. I was gonna look for it, but there's there's issues between Twitter and Telegram. It was very hard to, for me to find, and I ran out of time. But it didn't really matter because anyway I got the article. But this is further. This just shows you shows you credit to us on the podcast. Not too many people knew about this. We had it on the podcast uh, last week. I think early last week. Yeah. But there was actually a COVID lab. Chinese run, if you look at the bottom here, 
from the Daily Mail. Uh, Daily Mail UK, weird, weird as that is. Ch- uh, Chinese-run Biolab in California was awarded $500,000 in U.S. taxpayer cash. Get this now. Now, here's the article, and it's from the Daily Mail UK. Let me read this to you. I don't like to read articles to you. I know it's kind of boring, but you just have to hear it. A Chinese-backed Biolab in California was awarded half a million dollars in U.S. taxpayer cash. Records show. The Black Market Lab. Now, just think about this. Who knew about this during COVID? Who knew about this prior to COVID? And listen to the dates on this. The Black Market Lab, which was raided earlier this year in 2023, was found to be making illegal COVID and pregnancy tests. Weird how COVID is always linked with pregnancy, isn't it? Weird. I mean, you, you wonder why a respiratory virus is always linked with lowering the Earth's population. It's just a weird coincidence, I guess. And storing disease-riddled mice and hundreds of samples of pathogens, blood and other dubious chemicals. Public records show that the company linked to the lab received $150,000 from the U.S. government. Why is there a lab, a clandestine COVID lab in California? Could it be that this was all planned? Weird, isn't it? I mean, it... Weird how this all just seems to line up, isn't it? From the U.S. government under a COVID-era loan program, receiving two separate loans of $74,000 in April 2020 and February 2021. Weird how it was all set up. A COVID, a black market lab making illegal COVID and pregnancy tests. And they got money from the federal government in April of 2020. Hmm. That's weird, isn't it? Take years to build this lab. I bet you it was years. Yeah, exactly. In the making. <laughs> yeah. As if, you know, it's just like the, the video that I showed you. COVID has been around since 1965. They've been messing with COVID since 1965. Universal Medintech was also awarded a massive three, $360,000 tax credit in two, 2018 from Gavin Newsom. <laughs> through, Gav, through California Governor Gavin Newsom's uh, Cal competes program through UMI's inability to meet program guidelines met it never actually received those funds. So it's got the grant, but never received it. The company, which was based in Fresno, California, went bust in 2022 and was taken over by its main creditor. Let's all guess who the main creditor is. Mm. If Soros would be a good guess. That would be a good guess. The one who just took over Vice. It crushed Vice with ESG and DEI and now took over Vice Channel. Got it. Got the, got the, got the, Stock devalued, which is what ESG and DEI is all about. Same thing happening to Bud Light. Somebody will come in and swoop that in, swoop and buy that uh, marginalized stock at a very low rate and then try to build the company back. George Soros basically bankrupted Vice Channel through ESG and DEI and now bought it because he was, he was their creditor. Yeah. The company was in Fresno, closed in 2022, and was taken over by its main creditor, a company with Chinese owners. Hmm. who moved the operation into an unassuming warehouse in the sleepy town of Reedley, California. Oh weird, God. isn't it? Oh my Just word. weird that the very purveyors of COVID-19, you know, you of course you had the funding coming from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which then made billions off the vaccines and billions off of everything else involved with COVID. The Chinese Communist Party, who made hundreds of hundreds of billions and maybe trillions because they owned all the PPE equipment, because we had zero PPE equipment, statistically speaking, because the, 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 the Obama administration made sure that we didn't have any. That's weird, like, almost like they were in on it. That's weird, right? isn't it? 
Gavin Newsom gives them a $360,000 tax credit that didn't actually land with the company because they were so inept, they went out of business, and were swooped in, taken over by the Chinese. You have Anthony Fauci funding through the EcoHealth Alliance, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It's just really, really weird how it just all seems to always come together and nobody does a daggum thing about it. It's weird, and it's weird how it's in Reedley, California. Of course, we're, you know, COVID-friendly, a nice COVID-friendly area. All right, so let's, let's move on to, uh, like, you got to see this. Dr. Ray video, in part, this is Dr. Peter McAuliffe, in part of their, of their scenario, in this tabletop exercise, Event 201, is how, and this is stuff that I've known a lot about Event 201 over the last 41 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. I've known a lot about it, but I didn't know this. This is interesting. In part of, of their scenario in this tabletop exercise is how do we communicate to America and deceive America, get this, this is a quote, this is a quote from Peter McAuliffe, about the virus coming from a lab. How do we deceive America? Who was in on the deception? So you have Event 201, and they have a tabletop exercise, and I'll just tell you in advance, it involved George Gao, who is the head of the Chinese CDC, and Avril Haines, who is our current DNI. Department of National Intelligence. She's the director of national intelligence. That's who Avril Haines is. And at Event 201, which was weirdly a coronavirus tabletop, tabletop exercise uh, meeting, a, a consortium of, of many people coming together, and was put on by the World Economic Forum and the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation. And they had a breakout session where they did tabletop exercises. So you had this basically a convention, Event 201, where they're going to war game against a virus nobody's ever heard of in their life. Nobody, I never heard of coronavirus in my life. You, COVID-19 or anything else? Never. No. But strangely, they had the name coronavirus on their placard. We're going to war game against coronavirus. Yeah. That's what Event 201 is all about. Weird. In, in October of 2019, two months before the international military games that were held in Wuhan, China, which is where they released, the, released COVID-19 on purpose, I know, I know it's on purpose. Do I, can I prove it? No, I can't. Nobody can because we're not allowed to, because you have Joe Biden bought and paid for by the CCP with a $1.4 billion payment given to Hunter Biden for his consultancy fees by CCP controlled bank. So Joe Biden will never look into any of those things, which is again, why you had to have a fraudulent election because who would be going to prison now? Fauci yeah. be in prison. Collins would be in prison. Burks would be in prison. And I know Trump empowered them, but eventually Trump would have turned on him. He would have seen it. Eventually, hopefully. Although, with his vaccine stuff, not impressive. So you have this event 201, and you have George Gao, who's the CDC director of China, whatever they call it. I'm just that's their version of CDC. Is doing a tabletop exercise with Avril Haines, our current DNI, Director of National Intelligence. Our current DNI, doing a tabletop exercise about how to deceive America about the virus coming from a lab. That's what the exercise was about. Listen to Peter McAuliffe. Play it for me, other. Something happened in 2019. Former CDC Director Redfield indicates that the virus could have been out of the lab much sooner. The real question is, was it intentional? There's one whistleblower from the lab, a young man named Xiao Kao, who claims that he was given four strains and said, test them out and tell the leader, the Chinese leader, which one is most infectious and most dangerous 
And there was a uh, Chinese kind of Olympic competition there that potentially it was, in a sense, tested out. That isn't verified. But Redfield says it must have been out of the lab sooner. There was also problems with the ventilation system uh, uh, in 2019. But we know one thing, is when event 201 was held, which was a meeting about SARS-CoV-2 in the fall of 2019, before the announcement of the crisis, it looks like a real operational meeting. In that meeting were US senators. The current director of national intelligence, Avril Haines, was there. George Gao from the Chinese CDC flew over to the United States and he was paired up with Avril Haines. And part of their scenario in this tabletop exercise is how do we communicate to America and deceive America about the virus coming from the lab? How do we create a, a misdirection campaign to say it came out of nature? That's an event 201. You can go home tonight and watch that on YouTube. Avril Haines is our current director of national intelligence and she refuses to declassify the documents of all the US agencies who are involved in the Wuhan lab, including the National Security Agency, the National Institutes of Health, the National Allergy Immunology Branch, the CIA, the Department of Energy. They all have on their websites statements regarding they had some oversight of something that was going on in Wuhan that was big and it was US, it was ours. And this virus got out and made the world sick. I mean, you just have to see now, again, I don't want to spend an hour on this because I want to get to some other stuff. But the thing is, you have to see the depth of disingenuous dishonesty and just the bull-faced propaganda of it all. You have our current DNI meeting with the head of the Chinese CDC at Event 201 where George Gao flew over to the United States for Bill Gates' Event 201 where they are predicting a coronavirus outbreak Wargaming against the coronavirus outbreak, where you have multimedia channels, ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, all there about how they're going to fight against disinformation, which again, in an inverted world, is information, which is truth. So how are we going to propagandize against the truth tellers? And we all know, because right now I'm a victim of it off of YouTube right now, because I'm, a, I'm not safe for the community, so I'm banned off of YouTube for another two weeks. And that, and that was all what they, they were planning that at event 201. It's like it's, it was all planned because, folks, the book of Revelation is real. This is all leveraging you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. And we in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 8, we're supposed to be restraining it. They were ahead of the whole thing. They knew that, that, that the lab leak theory would come out. So you had our current DNI meeting with the CDC director of China war gaming in their own tabletop exercise put on by the world economic forum put on by the bill and melinda gates foundation war gaming how to suppress the truth about how it in fact did come out of a lab imagine that that's exactly what had happened i didn't know the specifics though i didn't know they actually had a tabletop exercise i mean think about how prophetic you have to be they knew it was going to come out because it was obvious what it was because eventually somebody like Peter McAuliffe is going to look under me because Anthony Fauci's never, Anthony Fauci has never seen COVID-19. I guarantee it. I guarantee you he's never looked on it. Yes, he, he funded the development of it through Eco Health Alliance and Peter Daszak. 
and Ralph Eric and UNC and the Bat Lady. And remember, with hey, all these things just popped in my mind, and I don't want I don't want you to be uninformed. It's just like with with UNC and Doctor uh, Ralph Eric from UNC teaching China how to hide the fact that it was gain of function research, right? Using ACE two receptors and different different ways to suppress it. Why would that be? Why would you be trying to train your Chinese adversaries unless you don't look at them as an adversary? about how to suppress the very fact that you manipulated a virus and made it a bioweapon. And people can say, somebody correct me, somebody I actually like even on Twitter, correct me, it's not a bioweapon, 0.1% death rate. I agree that it is a 0.1% death rate, 99.9% survival. I understand that. Not a 1% survival rate, 0.1% death rate. Not a 1% death rate, 0.1% death rate. I agree, but it was an affective bioweapon. Economically speaking, it was very effective. And it did kill some people. Yep. I don't think it killed very many people, but it did kill some people. You just have to put a name on it that everybody's interested in, like COVID-19. And the entire church will close worldwide. <laughs> That's what we found out. Yeah. Not one Christian believes the Bible outside of the people watching right now. You and I, were the remnant. And we must stand and we must restrain and we will. But that's some very specific stuff coming out of Event 201 where you actually have the Chinese CDC director and our current DNI, Director of National Intelligence, meeting together about how to suppress for the CCP. So should Avril Haines be charged with treason? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. She's meeting with our number one global strategic threat, larger Navy, more technologically advanced Navy, more technologically advanced and hypersonic speed, Larger army, everything else surrounding Taiwan. She is meeting with them about how to suppress facts to the American people. About this thing was actually a lab leak. Which we've all, if you're watching this podcast, you've known that for three years. I'm just saying, they knew it then that this was going to come out. That people like you and I would be doing podcasts and talking about it. And we must be suppressed. It's Goebbels, man. It's Pravda. It's Mockingbird. The CIA was at event 201 too, by the way. So everybody knows. It was that specific. I mean, I, I, I maybe just need to do an entire show on it, but Aaron's always pushed me to do shows on one subject yeah. and just do it on Rumble only or whatever. Yeah. But well, Aaron's always wanting me to do that. Maybe I need to do it. Because I, I, <laughs> it's very difficult, if you notice, for me to leave a subject, but I'm going to do it. All right, so this is a Jung video, J-U-N-G, just in case I'm not pronouncing it right. Video, can mRNA technology be used to control you? Play it for me. Can mRNA technology, the same technology used in the COVID vaccination, be used to control you? Dr. Christina Parks, a PhD in cellular and molecular biology, explains the dangerous ethical implications. This DNA technology is kind of a cassette system where they can put in multiple genes and multiple regulatory elements and multiple regulatory elements. So they could say we're going to you could use multiple vaccinations, multiple antigens, and they can regulate them all differently. What does that look like ethically? Maybe they're putting in this that you know they're putting in, but maybe they're putting in something else that's regulated, and then when you eat cheese, it's turned on, and now you're expressing a protein you didn't even know was in you. Is she merely being an alarmist? Would gene therapy really be weaponized to control us? Here's what S. Matthew Liao, a contemporary philosopher and author, has to say about human engineering. Uh, people eat too much meat. 
right? And if they were to cut down on their consumption on meat, then they would, uh, it would actually really help the planet. Uh, but people are not willing to give up meat. So possibly we can use hu human engineering to make it the case that we're intolerant to certain kinds of meat, to certain kinds of bovine, uh, bovine protein. That's something that we can do through human engineering. We can kind of uh, ad possibly address really big world problems through human engineering. In 2019, he was appointed as an elected fellow at the Hastings Center, a prestigious bioethics research institute. Liao's work has been discussed in places such as The Guardian, the BBC, the New York Times, The Atlantic, and Scientific American. It appears Dr. Christina Parks was, in fact, dead on. Ethically, I have a huge problem with them putting in genetic information that they can then regulate through hormonal or other means, things they spray in the air, things they put in the food supply. Very problematic for me. So there you go. Now, what, you had to have COVID to get to that. That's it's what it's all been about. And again, I'm going to give my usual rebuke. If you cave to it, please understand what you cave to. If you cave to masking, cave to vaccine, cave to, cave to social distancing, cave to lockdown, this is what you are caving to. It has nothing to do with a 0.1% death rate virus. It's like who dies of climate change, but the whole rule, the whole world is ruled by climate totalitarianism. Nobody's dying of climate change. Nobody is. Who would you, can anybody say, well, I lost my aunt last year to climate change? Nobody's dying of it. Nobody was dying of COVID. You know, like Tommy just said a minute ago, you attribute some deaths. I, I don't even know if I attribute any deaths to go. I mean, I assume somebody died of it. I believe that I got it. It was somewhat miserable. I had a basically, I was nauseated for 17 straight days. I think it was COVID. I have no idea. My producer Aaron got it. He was miserable for a couple of days, lost taste, whatever it is. And, and people have seen it under the microscope. People like McAuliffe, Ryan Cole, uh, Robert W. Malone, people like that, Simone Gold, they have seen it under the microscope. It was seen, Aaron and I played, played the video early on, Australian scientists saw it under the microscope, immediately, uh, immediately uh, uh, knew that it was that it was that it came out of a lab that it was man-made that it was that it was bioengineered it was it was man-made right they knew it through the s spike protein through ace receptors had attached itself to a normal coronavirus making it transmissible to human beings but you see you had to have COVID to get to the control which is the vaccines that's how they control you is the vaccines it'll be one of many things and it may just be you know what if it if it gets to the level well, they're in, I mean, because they want you to be injected like 70 times. I don't, I don't even know exactly what it is because it goes from 50 to 200, however many, and then they want you to have quarterly injections and everything else. They can manipulate your behavior through mRNA, mRNA technology because mRNA is not vaccines where they're injecting a dead virus into you and it can cause you an immuno response. This is not an immuno response at all. This is manipulating your actual genome. This is manipulating your genes into them perpetually making S-spike proteins. It's got nothing to do with a respiratory virus, which is weird when you go into like the Pfizer data and there's vast swaths of it, swaths of it that have to do with reproductive activity with, for a respiratory virus. <laughs> yeah. You have, you have uh, live birth rates and every first world country is down at least double digits right now. That's a fact. Death rates in America, excess death rates, 20% or more right now in America, right at this moment. 
It's all about controlling you, either through life or death, but it's through controlling you. And you had to have COVID first, which is why you had to have Avril Levine. I mean, Avril Haines. That's I merged uh, uh, Rachel Levine and Avril Haines. Avril Haines meeting with George Gao, the Chinese uh, uh, director of the CDC. You had to have them get together. The maker of COVID-19, George Gao, Wuhan Institute of Virology, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, funded by Anthony Fauci and EcoHealth Alliance, funded by the CCP. This is all on purpose. They're all in this together. You're like, Avril Haines is a United States citizen. I don't care. <laughs> She's a treasonous felon. She was meeting with our arch enemies militarily, economically, and every other way, who has a base in Cuba right now, she's meeting with them about how to sequester information, about how to turn the truth into a lie. See, I mean, think about it. If you, I mean, everybody gives China a pass. China, China's a thousand times what the Soviet Union ever was. Mm-hmm. A thousand times the threat of Nazi Germany. And she's meeting with them coordinating how to be Goebbels. Think about that. That is exactly what happened. She needs to spend the rest of her life in prison, but she's our current director of national intelligence. But this is all about manipulating you into the behavior that they want. And you always hear me say this, the purpose of COVID-19, the climate change hoax, gun grabbing, the transgender movement, CBDCs, implanted chips, Quantum dot, tech two technology, whatever it is, social credit systems is all to leverage you into a one world commerce system where they control your access to everything. You have an electric vehicle, they control your fuel source. Not you. They shut your house off. You have no fuel. No ability to go anywhere. You can't go vote for Donald Trump. You don't have a way to drive to the polls. You've been shut off of all your devices. That's the point of all of it. They don't want you to eat meat. Why don't they want you to meet? Because they're really concerned about cow farts. Is that why they don't want? No, the reason why they don't want you to eat meat is so they can kill all the cows off, have their lab-made meat that they control, and they control your access to it. Yep. That's the point of all of it. And I'll show you. Here's how they control you. Another uh, uh, Jung video. The horrendous discrimination of the unvaccinated in Canada continues. Play it for me. In Canada, if you are unvaccinated, You're able to donate your organs after you die or even while you're still alive. But if you happen to be unvaccinated and in need of organs to save your life, well, you're not allowed to receive that because you chose to not take a vaccine. A vaccine that we now know does not even prevent transmission of the virus. To this day, you are still discriminated against in this country and in Ontario if you chose to not take the COVID vaccine. How sick, heartless, and frankly dystopian does our society need to be when we are now sentencing anyone who is in need of a life-saving organ but who also chose to not take an experimental COVID-19 vaccine essentially to death. Oh, but that's fine because we'll still use your organs after your death to give to somebody else who better have taken the COVID vaccine like we told them to. This is an injustice beyond description. So in Justin Trudeau's a True North video, in case you didn't see the end there, I want people to know who put these videos out. True North video. So you see how they control you. Through a vaccine, they control your access to medical care. 
you don't have the vaccine, so you don't get an organ transplant. And then we, we documented that's the same in Australia. So in Australia and in Canada, two Five Eyes countries, I don't know if I can name them all, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, England, and us. Five Those Five Eyes countries, I put up seven. Five Eyes countries. In two of the Five Eyes countries, I'm assuming in Jacinda Ardern's, formerly uh, Jacinda Ardern's New Zealand, it's not much different, but in Australia and Canada, you can't get an organ transplant unless you're vaccinated. We just documented on two, one or two podcasts ago where you got like a seven or eight-year-old, nine-year-old girl who can't get an organ transplant. It's a, lungs is what she needs because she doesn't have a COVID jab. A jab against the virus she has no chance of ever dying of. Right. And, and again, why, why specifically this one? Because this, that was the plan all along. It, it doesn't matter what its name is. The plan all along was to create a PSYOP. That's all that it's ever been. I'm sorry if you caved. I'm sorry if you're vaccinated. You need to pray to leech that thing out of your body right now in Jesus' name. But it was all a psyop from day one to control you. It's amazing to me how Christians can't see it. Aren't you reading the book of Revelation? That he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Can't you see it? Now you have no access to organs. Then you'll have no access to groceries. Then you'll have no access to electric because you didn't take a COVID vaccine. And it's like it, Dan Bongino in, the, in, his, in his radio outfit that he works for, he took over Rush Limbaugh's time slot. He wasn't allowed to broadcast from his home without taking a vaccine. Oh my word. See, they control your access, even when it doesn't make any sense. Even though the vaccine didn't stop transmission infection, and they were allegedly mandating it to stop transmission infection, his radio company. Uh, even though it doesn't stop transmission, who's he going to transmit it to? He's alone in his home. It's like truckers. Yeah, I mean, how's it possible? I mean, yeah, the truckers in Canada, why would you need a vaccine when you're alone? Freedom Convoy in, in Canada, which here's Canada again. You're alone in your truck and you need to be vaccinated to stop transmission infection? Transmitting to who? And it doesn't stop transmission infection anyway. And they were still mandating it under the, under the auspices of it stopping transmission infection when they knew it didn't stop transmission infection, when they read the Pfizer files and said that they didn't even test it to see if it stopped transmission infection. Pfizer knew it didn't stop transmission infection and let it be mandated worldwide under the pretense that it stopped transmission infection. Because it's all a psyop. Just like climate change, and that's what's good, that's what'll come next. Here's another one for you. Died, and I just wanted to show you that video from the organs thing because it shows you leverage you into a one world commerce system, one of those check uh, with a singular access point. And that access point will start off as a QR code, will end up on people's foreheads and right hands out of the book of Revelation. It'll start off that way, but you see how it works. They leverage you into that one world commerce system with a single access point. They have the access. They control the access to medical care. If you don't have the COVID vax, you don't get an organ. That's the point. And it will go, and it did. And it, we would already right now, I'm telling you flat out, and they'd all be lock, stock, and barrel in, Costco, Walmart, and everybody, every other grocery source in America. They'd all be lock, stock, and barrel in. Right now, if you and I wouldn't have stood up, if we didn't have churches like Foundation Church, River Church in Tampa, Revival Today in Pittsburgh, Archer Pulaski, Tony Spell, 
Greg Locke, people who stood, and other businesses that stood, seed the table down in Naples, Florida, but all those that's popping into my head that stood, if we wouldn't, and all of us, the six, we had 652 people watching right now, and, and you know what? Go, you know what, YouTube? Kiss my rear end. I hope that somehow you can hear me. Kiss my rear end. Because we have just as many people watching without your sorry butt. And send a message to everybody. Listen, get off of YouTube. Get off of Facebook. I'm telling you, go to Rumble. But if you and I wouldn't have stood, you and I wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to shop at Walmart right now, 41 months later. If you and I wouldn't have stood, we wouldn't be shopping at Walmart right now. Absolutely. We'd be locked out. If Ron DeSantis hadn't declared churches to be essential in Florida because Rodney Howard Brown got arrested and he didn't want to mess with the political repercussions of losing Tampa in the next Hillsborough County next election because you arrested the most popular preacher in the Tampa area and really the most popular preacher in, in Florida and for me, the best preacher in the world. But you and I, we would not have access to anything right now because that's what they want. Leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point to all commerce controlled by Avril Haines, controlled by Barack Hussein Obama or Michael Obama, controlled by Klaus Schwab or the Bidens or anybody else you want to name. Look at this video, died suddenly video, while Australian Senator Malcolm Roberts destroys the COVID-19 propaganda machine. Play it for me. Senator Roberts. Thank you. As a servant to the many different people who make up our one Queensland community, Tonight I'm going to speak about the need for a Royal Commission into the Federal Government response to COVID. Here are the latest reasons why, all coming to light since the last Senate sitting. Pfizer fake scene and malignant lymphomas. An article published in the journal Frontiers in Oncology on May asked if the emergence of malignant lymphoma, commonly called turbo cancer, was an adverse event caused by the COVID vaccine, the COVID injection. Researchers injected 14 mice with saline and 14 with the Pfizer COVID product. All the mice given this saline remained healthy. The mice injected with Pfizer appeared healthy. However, one died suddenly two days after the booster was, dose was administered. An autopsy revealed, quote, B-cell lymphoblastic lymphoma following the intravenous high-dose mRNA COVID-19 vaccination at age 14 weeks. The, the autopsy further found, quote, diffuse malignant infiltration of multiple organs, heart, lung, liver, kidney, and spleen by lymphoid neoplasm." End of quote. How many more of these studies showing fatal outcomes from the COVID products are needed before this government accepts our 30,000 excess deaths in the last 12 months are in part caused by these injections? Second point, one in 35 recipients of a Moderna COVID booster experienced myocarditis. According to the TGA, myocarditis is a very rare adverse outcome of the COVID injections, occurring at the rate of 1 in 33,000. A gold standard peer-reviewed paper studied by leading cardiologists at the Basel Hospital University in Switzerland has found the rate of myocarditis serious enough to place the patient under restricted activity was not 1 in 33,000, but 1 in 35. Not 1 in 35,000, 1 in 35. So the lies, the lies, the lies. So the only one that died, you have, the, as in, by the way, as with the Pfizer trials. The Pfizer trials, the control group ver, ver, uh, versus the injected group. You have, the, you, have, you have the placebo group, and then you have the injected group. More people died in the injected group in the Pfizer trial 
than in the placebo group of COVID-19. More people died of the thing they were vaccinating against than the people who didn't receive the vaccine. So the more people died who were vaccinated than were unvaccinated. And all of them thought they were vaccinated. You just had one was the placebo group and then you had one that was the control group. More people died in the control group. More people died who were vaccinated of COVID-19 in the Pfizer trials. Not to mention the 1,233 people that died in the Pfizer trial in a year. One year. You had, you had like 20 people die of the swine flu injection and they shut it down for forever. And that was after the trial. In the trial, 1,233 people died. In the Pfizer trial of the vaccine, 28 out of 32 women miscarried. And I want you to keep that in mind when I show you this last video. And then you have the lies. The TGA, which is the Australian version of the CDC. So don't worry, these are safe and effective. Only 1 in 33,000 people get myocarditis, which is one, one too many. Because why be injected at all if you have a chance of getting COVID, if you have a chance of getting myocarditis? For a virus that's 99.99% survivable, why would you ever get injected for it? To begin with, it's all nonsensical because it's a PSYOP mm -hmm. to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point. They control the access to all the commerce. You don't get an organ transplant unless you take their vaccine. You don't get an organ transplant unless you're in CBDC currency. You don't get an organ transplant unless you score 700 on your social credit system. And if you bought a gun, you just lost 500 points. You're already down to 200. That's the point of it all. If they give you 700 points for a social credit score, then that's what you have to have to go buy groceries, and you bought a gun and lost 500 points, you starved to death. Right. So they leverage you into, leverage you into being part of their belief system. They leverage you into submission. That's for all the Christians that don their masks go so quickly and lock down your churches. You must never read the Bible. You must never read it. But that's startling to I me mean, the statistic. We listen to the lies. The TGA, I believe, to this day says that there's very rare examples of myocarditis. In the midst of this year, that, that, that video was from this year. That's from like this week mm -hmm. or last week because it's only Tuesday. Malcolm Roberts is awesome. Make sure you follow him on social media. To this day, this is 30,000 excess deaths this year. 30,000 more Australians have died than average. 30,000, folks. 30,000 extra people. We have the same exact thing going on here with a much larger, larger country. According to Ed Dowd, 20 to 23% excess death rate going on in our country right now. And if you have, on average, we have about 1 to 1.2 million Americans die per year of all causes. And that's going up 23% in the cohort of 20 to 20, 25 to 64-year-olds. And about and that's that goes up to about 32%. And all other cohorts are bare minimum of 20%. So you're looking at 20% of 1.2 million at minimum. At minimum. So that's what, 20% of, of a million is what? I don't even know. 20, what is that, Aaron? Find that out for me so it don't sound stupid. What was it, 20% of 1.2 million? 20% of a million. What is that? I mean, is that... Is that uh, <laughs> two, is it 200,000? I don't know. Sorry, I'm trying to do yeah, that. No, a well, no, a quarter, 25% is 250,000. So, you're, yeah, you're looking at 200,000 exercise deaths, which is what everybody's predicting. Sorry, it just sounds so stupid. So 200 extra thousand Americans, that's on the low end. That's, the, that's 20%. It's as high as 32%, depending on the age cohort. So you could be going up to 300,000, which is what McAuliffe has been saying for years. 
which is what Ryan Cole's been saying and R.W. Malone and Robert W. Malone has been saying for years. And, and Edward, Edward Dowd is running the statistical data using the Society of Actuaries, which is insurance, life insurance claims and disability claims. Excess deaths, that doesn't even count disabilities, are up 20 to 23%. And I've heard it as high as, even from Edward Dowd, up to 32%. It all depends on what, which category, which age group. But they'll tell you the TGA, the CDC out of Australia, will tell you, oh, there's some very marginal chance you ever get, ever get myocarditis. Which, by the way, 50%, everyone treats it like it's some sort of, basically a pimple you pop. 50% of myocarditis patients are dead in five, inside of five years. 50%. So basically a 50% death rate in five years, let alone what is it after six years? What is it after seven years? What is the death rate actually? Who knows? But, but 50% inside of five years. It's not some sort of, you know what, I'm going to go take a few drugs and I'll be fine. That's not the case at all. So the DGA, the Australian CDC, will tell you you got a 1 in 33,000 chance. Well, the study, the true study says you have a 1 in 35 chance. Not 1 in 350 chance. Not 1 in 3,500 chance. Not one in 35,000 chance, a one in 35 chance of getting myocarditis. And you want to see the lies? They knew it all. The CDC director you see on this video, this is a Texas Lindsay video. They knew all along. They saw the Pfizer. If they, if they were doing their jobs, they read the Pfizer uh, vaccine developmental data. They read the Pfizer trial data. And they came out again and lied because they've got to get to it. Really, probably... The most prescient video of tonight, I'm going through it, is the Jung video that I played. Can mRNA technology be used to control you? By making you allergic to things. I'm allergic to beef now. I'm allergic, so, they, so now you have to buy Bill Gates' lab-made meat, leverage you into one world commerce system. Hey, you're allergic to meat now, so all that's left is for you to come through the portal. Come through the one singular access point. It's probably the most prescient video of the night. But here's just, I mean, listen to the bold-faced lies in this video. Play for me, other. Uh, when the head of the CDC, Ms. Walensky, said that the vaccinated can't get the virus, did that undermine trust in government? Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. We have no reason to believe that getting vaccinated should change your menstrual cycle or make your periods any heavier. Pfizer's director of research and development. And what he's saying is concerning, listing the reasons the vaccine could cause issues with women's menstrual cycles and even insinuating Pfizer doesn't know the long-term effects of the vaccine. Importantly, no safety concerns were observed for people vaccinated in the third trimester um, or safety concerns for their babies. We now have uh, data that demonstrates that, that vaccines in whatever um, time in pregnancy um, or lactating that they're given um, are actually safe and effective and have no adverse events um, to mom or to baby. So we absolutely have the data that demonstrates the overwhelming benefit of vaccine. New paper uses government data to compare outcomes after the COVID-19 vaccines, and it found a 1,200-fold increase in menstrual abnormalities. Really very little safety concerns at all. And a 57-fold increase in, in miscarriages. So you have the head of the CDC just lying. You're like, again, because she's, she's an agenda-driven leftist globalist. 
She's not. A, she doesn't care about you getting the sniffles. She doesn't care if you die of cancer. She doesn't care if you die of smoking or a car accident or anything else. She's an agenda-driven globalist leftist bourgeois elitist. That's who. That's who she is. That's who Rochelle Walensky is. She is. She, she has a doctor in front of her name. She's a college professor. She's a devout leftist. She just spewed lies. She that was speaking out of galactic ignorance because someone just said, here's your talking points, or she actually read the Pfizer studies, read what was actually going on, 28 out of 32 women miscarried, and then she goes out and tells you that it's safe and effective for pregnant women. You saw a 1,200% increase in menstrual problems? When did that start? Uh, 2021. Just like, just like in the military where you have a 200 to 1,600% increase in all maladies in the military. According to the DMED database that was taken down by Lloyd Austin. Why do they always take this stuff down? Why is all their information always redacted? So you have the head of the CDC saying that this thing is safe and effective. She said that it stops transmission and infection after reading the Pfizer report showing that they never tested it for transmission and infection. 1,200% increase in menstrual problems and a 57% increase in miscarriages. We have a, we, our, our, our CDC, CDC refuses to put out the data. But if you look at Edward Dowd and you look at the drop in live birth rates in all first world countries, it starts at 10%. It's 10% or higher. They just lie. She just bold face lying and all the Christians follow it. Why would you ever believe Rochelle Walensky? Rochelle Walensky will go, if she moves to California, she will vote for the bill that's either passed or will be passed, where you can murder your baby 28 days after he's born. And all the Christians follow these people's advice. Absolutely. Why would you do that? I I mean, I would love to name names. (laughs) Of all of these pastors who now they're so anti-Biden, I think Jonathan Shelsworth put out a great tweet the other day. Don't think that we forgot. Now, yeah, you're all on board now. But you've never come out and said you were wrong. You've never come out and said you were wrong. After following that liar... That propagandist, that Goebbels, Mengele liar. Yeah, she's a combination of Goebbels and Mengele. And now you're all anti this and anti Biden, and you're you know you're coming out against trans. You're hardcore against trans, and you should be. But you're just a, you're a spineless little worm if you do anything that a baby butchering globalist leftist bourgeois elitist tells you to do. Anthony Fauci tells you to mask, so you mask, do you know who that demon is? Why would you ever, ever follow the advice or the game plan of a devil? You better be, and it is, listen, it is not left versus right. It is good versus evil. It is God versus Satan. And which side are you going to be on? You cannot resist and comply at the same time. Well, you know, I just want to be polite to my na- my neighbors because they want me masked. Tell their tell your neighbors to ball up their mask in a giant ball, spin it sideways, and shove it up their own rectum. That's what you do. Hey, oh, howdy, neighbor. Hey, neighbor, take your mask and shove it up your own rear end. That's what you do. You don't you don't treat the devil with kindness, especially if they're trying to push you to do it. There's some person just standing there with a mask on. I'll just say in my mind the whole time, or I may say it out loud, you're stupid. But when they try to force it, you need to be speaking out. And I know I'm preaching to the choir, 698 people watching right now. I love each and every one of you. 
Switch to Rumble, please. Switch to Rumble. You got to do it. Who knows? You know, you know what, what Facebook or YouTube will do next. But be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against, stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against principalities, but we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. In your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Listen, you take the word of God with anything that comes your way. And answer it with the Bible. Oh, they're going to unleash a virus. No problem. Whatever I bind is bound. And I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever, whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Nothing to be afraid of. Matthew 16, 19. Boom, done. Answer with the word of God. Yeah. All right, 15 minutes into overtime already. I'll let my crew go. <laughs> Stay for the post game. Don't listen. There's like 90 seconds until we have a myriad of videos, most of them brand new. But I did throw in some classics. Some Kid Rock, some Alex Jones. Got to see it. Love you all. Back here Thursday night, 8.30. Do not miss it. See you then. God bless you. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 8.32, everything all things Ephesians 1 3 everything every spiritual gift is yours what was this much that was given to you it can be summarized in two words Holy Ghost nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you the unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.